Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of this week's Book in the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast for today. Harper's making me laugh in the show intro. We're covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from April the 25th, 1992. If you're listening on YouTube, hit the subscribe button and the thumbs up gimmick to like the video and so that Harper's yeah. not angry. Yeah, and hit that bell, you lazy fucks. Just hit the bell. How hard is that? They hit subscribe and the bell to get notifications. Jeez. Pretend like we mean something to you. How about that? Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and before I throw it to Doc and ask how he's doing, big time shout out to Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Trudy, Joe Ice, good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon each and every month. Doc is living the dream this week and floating on a cloud. How are you, Doc? Well, I think we're starting to see what losing to Mississippi, Ole Miss, and whoever whoever uh, whoever else y'all lost to on Sunday does to Harper. Oh God! Bad football down in the down in the Bayou, is it not? Uh, Yeah. Best offensive line ever, bro. I'm telling you. (laughs) What are you talking about? What? I'm trying to figure out which team you're talking about here. Both of them. Because one team shit. does have a decent offensive line, and the other one sucks. Yeah, the other one couldn't block fucking anything. Yeah. They couldn't block well, a bunch of five-year-olds. I'm feeling good because 16-1 and one is back on track. I, I utter humiliation of the quote-unquote greatest coach of all time, sending him to his worst defeat in his four-million-year career. What a, what a show, what a bounce back, setting up a huge tilt next Sunday night. Cowboys, 49ers, it doesn't get any better Ooh, than that. that's going to be good. Yeah. But the Monday night games have been kind of poo-poo, huh? Well, we'll get to that in just a minute. I watched it last night. I was like, how do you fight watching this anymore? Yeah, Seahawks and Giants was not very entertaining. Yeah. That's because the Giants are no good. Yeah, that is true. They're terrible. But I don't know. I'd rather that than the the work that was Sunday night football of Chiefs and Jets. Hold on, we'll get there too. Okay. Now, so we're all locked in. Harper, you seem to be specially fired up. We've learned something about you here tonight already. We believe that maybe all these times when we thought you were late because you were shitting, 
Perhaps it was because you were taking the dog outside for a shit. Is I don't know. She just started doing her thing all of a sudden. And I, but you know what? I was I was sitting here fucking waiting for the, the fucking playoff baseball game to come on. And you, fucking, you know what I was watching on fucking YouTube, Doc? Or, or fucking listening to it? Fucking, uh-huh. fucking Test for Echo, the Rush album. Oh, that's a weird one. That was fucking badass, dude. I forgot how good that album is. So you couldn't just text us and go, "Hey, y'all want to? Re- you want to record early or something?" No. Well, because I was okay. no, because I knew the dog had to take a shit, and I was oh. like, "Man, fuck." You were still smoking shit. that bowl. Yeah, I was still smoking that doja, as Mike calls it. <laughs> a doobie, nothing, as Mike yeah. calls it. <laughs> yeah. A doobie. <laughs> okay. Oh my God! Right. Guess what happened to me? Uh oh! What happened? Egg more egg yolks? No. no. Fuck you know how? All right, I'm sitting there eating a sandwich, right? And I got like you know the little crab singles that you peel the plastic off. Sure. I'm fucking e- eating it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'm, I pull it. It was a piece of plastic from the fucking wrapper. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, this was one of them them cheese slices they fucking recall because of the plastic being in people's mouths. If it's going to happen to anyone, it's going to happen to Hopper. And I'm like, oh, man, I should call some attorney right now. You should. If If only you knew who to call. Yeah, don't do it. Steven, he knew. <laughs> so did you, were you in fear for your life? No. I'm like, what the fuck is this? answer. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I'm, I'm emotionally distressed now. We need to get you fitted for a neck brace. Yes. I'm going to call up Joe Gertner and try to use his. <laughs> He's the condom filler and it tastes like vanilla. <laughs> That was the my favorite one he ever did. <laughs> <laughs> that was clever. Oh man. What are we doing here? I don't know. Well, what are we? So speak in an effort to maybe class this up a little bit, let's talk about children. Okay. Harper, did you watch by any chance the Toy Story football game the other night? The I other want- day? Well, see, I forgot it was on because it was like 9.30 or some shit when it came on. I'm like, man, I forgot about this. And I, I saw like the last minute of it. And I'm like, what the fuck am I sitting? Like, what the fuck is this? If, okay, if, so, if, so, me... so you know what that tells you if they're doing this? Is that kids aren't watching football. It's adults yeah. watching football, and they're trying to get kids to watch football again. Yes. Right. Partly. Now, and there's no another partly. problem with that, though. Uh-huh. Here's another problem with that. Mike, exactly how big is the group of people that London football is for? How big is that group? I hear from people from overseas, and they tell me, that there are a lot of people there who love the NFL, which I don't doubt that. I just think it's while that may be true, and there be may be a percentage of people who do like football over in the UK and Europe. I think it is Roger Goodell's pipe dream, 
And I yes. think I think it's just the biggest waste. How many because... times have you been at the shoot job and somebody who doesn't who's who's all of a sudden a booker gets that I'm going to leave my legacy. And then everybody else that's underneath that is led on some chase for some stupid reason that doesn't draw a dime, but it's going to be about that booker's legacy. And let me add something else to it. Like, they're going over there multiple times a year now, which I oh, guess yeah. we're trying to figure out, you know, like, they're even what going to Germany now. But but here's the thing that, that gets me. And I'm going to tie this back into wrestling. If it doesn't go in, spit on it and cram it in anyway. <laughs> yeah. Here's it. So those games do draw. But here's the thing that I want to say. Let's say, just for the sake of arguing, they move the Jacksonville Jaguars over there. And they become the London Jaguars, right? Kind of the same way, like with AEW doing a big show over there. Okay, yeah, you drew a big house. You drew a big house, right? Now what happens, though, if you have to play eight to nine home games a year and that team is not successful? How, and I could be proved wrong, but how many people are going to still continue to pack that stadium each and every week for a home game. And when it's not new anymore. When it's not new anymore. And I'm sorry. As much as there are things that I hate about America, if I am an American born person, I get that I would be getting paid a lot of money to move to London and play football. But I don't know if I would want to be drafted into that situation into the NFL. And you can say, oh, Mike, but they get paid a lot of money. They won't care. Bullshit, pal. If I you was a 20. Pl- you get on a plane to go play the Raiders or the Chargers or the Seahawks. Fuck that. No, yeah. it's not that. I'm saying oh, for the that. team that is based there. I'm talking about the team that is based there. They now have to live in London. That is going to be their home residence for five okay. months out of the year. They can do off-season, off-season stuff here, but for the team that would be based there, they're going to be living there from mid-July through possibly late January, early February, if you made it all the way that far into the season. That is not something that I would want to do. Well, And I know other, I'm not the, the only person who would feel that way. As a as a fan of English soccer. And I love the London people. This ain't about them. It's about I'm born here. I'm raised here. I'll live in any city in this country to play football. But I don't want to live overseas. That's just my personal yeah. opinion. And then do but, you think the NFL, the way some players act, what if they act like that in a foreign country where there's different laws? <laughs> it's not, the other side of it, too, is I need to be clear. I love traveling. I've never been to Europe, but I want to get there eventually. And I know my country has some serious issues, but damn it, they're like my issues. I just, I'd rather deal with what I know than what I don't know. So <laughs> that's all I'm saying. It's nothing you need about to stop being unpatriotic by saying London heavy. being bad. Yeah. It's nothing about any other, like I'm, dude, I know people who've lived there and they're like, oh, I love it. I loved it. I loved it when I lived there. Great. Um, I'm born in hey, New man, Orleans. I'm going to live in two places. I'm going to live in two places in my life. I'm going to live in two places in my life. The Dallas Metroplex or New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm not planning on living nowhere else. 
Those are those are the two places I know. So I just can't see like a 22 year old like wanting to transplant their life. And I know people go, oh, they're gonna make a lot of money, bro. That's true, but that money wears off too after a certain time. I just I just don't see it. And it's Goodell's pipe dream. Because imagine being 22 years old, being shipped over there. Your mama's over here. Everybody's over here, and then you're stuck in London. Right. It's not even about London. It's about anywhere. I don't want to live in Germany playing football. I don't want to live in Spain, Portugal, France. Like the NFL Europe players that did it years ago, they did it because they needed that opportunity to get to the NFL, not because they wanted to just play over there. So, ah, bro, I just let me tell you, am I biased? Probably so, because fuck Roger Goodell. Come on. Uh oh. He's a he's good a, guy. He's a terrible booker. Horrible booking. The, the, the booking he does in football this year is terrible. I mean, bro, we're supposed to believe that. I, I can't get I can't. Do you want to go right. to this whole Taylor Swift bullshit? All I wanted to say, Mike, was English football does not change their start times to accommodate what they want to, as they want to expand into our market with more visibility. I don't understand why we have to wake up early to watch when they're <laughs> You don't right. It nobody, starts at four in the fucking morning or some shit. Nobody's putting a gun to your head though, doctor, to make you wake up. But I gotta watch football. The Toy okay. Story thing was clever. My kids liked it. They watched it. There you go. Now I got a problem the- with that too. That was a bunch of bookers who knew that shit wasn't ready for prime time and they put it on TV and it was all kind of glitches. Right. It was an experiment. Yeah, they had glitches. They had a lot of glitches. Dude, you know what they should do? Make the players look like Blitz, bruh. Make it look like Blitz. Like that old PlayStation game? Mm -hmm. That would be badass. Not like fucking Andy's room. Fuck Andy's room. Oh. I mean, there's no crowd. It's it seems like it's it's weird because there's no crowd responding to what's going on. So COVID's back. Yeah. It's like a bunch of little bunch <laughs> of football players running around and, and like I'm watching a fucking video game. If you're going to do that, make it be like Blitz. It would have been fine if not for the glitches. They kept panning out where you couldn't even see what was happening with the play. Yeah. I was like, what's going on? I like the little hook uh, dropping the ball. I think that was that cute. was cool. His slinky dog being the marker was nice. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that was, cool. was that was cool. That was cool yeah. too. Okay, so the big thing is shifting from kids. Now we need to let Mike pick on women. Whoa, Mike's real hot about this Taylor Swift thing. What do you have Ooh. against? You're not a Swifty, Michael. <laughs> Bruh, I, I when I tune into football. <laughs> All right, you want to show the celebrity once or twice, that's fine. Dude, they kept putting the camera on Taylor Swift. Like, I wonder why. Like, who cares? <laughs> I'm watching uh, a football a lot game. Of people care, dude. You see, I'm, you're preaching to the choir, bro. I understand she's like this generation's whatever you want to call it, Madonna or whatever, female big star, but. I just don't get how she's it's like she's Jesus walking into the fucking building. Right. She sold out the Superdome three nights in the fucking row, bruh. 
three nights in a row to Superdome. Bone Thugs never did that. Yeah, I mean, brah. What the fuck? And these stupid little fucking basic bitch fucking, you know, (laughs) White Claw drinking fucking, you know, fucking girl dinner bitches are just spending thousands of dollars to see Taylor Swift just sing. I don't know one song that she sings. I just know the stuff uh, that she did when she was still country. Oh. But, yeah, but that's I, – I just don't get it, dude. I'm sorry. Lemmy can come back from the dead, and Motorhead will be fucking playing. I will not pay that price to see of Lemmy's ghost and Motorhead in a Superdome. I'm sorry. He's got a point, Mike. Now you you got you got to convince me. I know you got to be like you got to be like. Can Doja Cat get a booth too? I mean, you 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 need equal time though, right, Mike? Bro, one I don't really do concerts. Like that. This isn't a concert. This is football ball. Oh, you mean like have a yeah an artist at yeah up in the booth? It could be my favorite artist. Bro, I, I don't, ju- I don't care need that much. Cheerleaders. I don't need the band. I don't need a band at halftime. I don't need Toy Story. I need the product. The product sells itself. Yeah, I, that's all you got to, bro. They go to that mean, halftime shit when at Jerry World, and they got some shitty band, and I'm like, look, like Creed. I'm gonna <laughs> go on the other side of the house and down another beer alone. For a few minutes and get my thoughts collected for the third quarter. How about that? And 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 it doesn't matter what team a- is playing. I like I have no emotional attachment to the Jets or Chiefs, like none. And in Sunday night, I had nuclear heat with the Chiefs for no reason other than I was tired of seeing Taylor Swift and. Oh, I, by the way, I was tired of the, the refs just just saying, nah, this ain't happening on Sunday night. No the Jets ain't beating the Chiefs. We're going to make sure we gonna make sure Mahomes wins. He ain't going to cover the spread, but we're going to make sure Mahomes wins. You know how I feel about New York, and even I felt bad for the Jets. Jesus. Yeah. Bro, they got here's screwed. The, here's the thing. If I'm the Chiefs, I'm putting out a Taylor Swift jersey and selling all of them to these ladies. Oh, they already got the the Swifties jersey. Okay, I'm doing that before Kelsey, you know, gets tired of it and moves on. And, and that's another thing. He's got a mustache. Aaron Rodgers has a mustache. When the fuck did mustaches come back in? They Irony. didn't. They didn't. If you're famous and douchey enough, you can do what you want. That's yeah. true, right? Yeah, if you got enough money, yeah. you could just do whatever. You can grow a mullet and get face tattoos and shit and call yourself Jelly Roll. Jesus, that. <laughs> yeah. How long no. is it before? How long is it before that guy's on WrestleMania? I don't know who the fuck he is. I'm just tired of hearing about him. He's supposedly <laughs> a country star. Who the fuck lied to you, bro? <laughs> Harper gets protective about what's country. Yeah, I, I do. Cause, cause <laughs> I, I'm like Jim Cornette when it comes to wrestling. When it comes to shit like that, bro. Because wrestling, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing about country music. Really traditional, good country music is really good. 
and the bad shit is really bad. It's and, real fucking bad, and it's and, the same thing over and over and over again. It's just, um, be on my tailgate, don't be late, I got an ice cold Bud Light just right on a Mississippi Sunday night. Shut the fuck up, bruh. No one wants to hear this shit. All right. So, yeah, he's right. And and so it's kind of like yeah. You don't want you don't want that bad stuff touching your good stuff and being no. associated with it. Cuz it's not the same thing. All the things on my plate touching. That's right. That's a good way to live. Yeah. And that's what I hate. I mean, bro, we talked about it before. Like George Strait was real, bro. He's yeah. he's a real singing Texas cowboy. He's the ketchup. These guys are the juice that comes out on your plate before the ketchup. Yes. <laughs> and you, and you just look at it. Shit up. You just look at it and go, Ugh. Oh, God. Yeah. Ketchup yeah, that's what water. That is. <laughs> I got uh, you. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, hey, football, yeah. Season is, football season is here. We're all living it. We're all loving it. And we're some of us are laughing about it. Um, it is now. Uh, in real life, the month of October, which means pumpkins are going to start flying out of everybody's asses pretty soon. Um, oh, God, dude, they got eggnogs out now. Bro. Jesus Christ. I know, bro. I couldn't believe that Friday I walk in there. I was like, what the fuck is this, bro? Eggnog? Eggnog. 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 So and it's like 95 degrees outside. Shit, yeah, yeah. But Mike, did you see it finally, bro? It's going to be like 70 on Saturday. I'm going to go outside naked and just lay in the cool weather. Praise the Lord. It'll be the first football game I've had this year outside yep. that I'm not going to be sweating my balls off. Oh, you don't mean what? Yeah, yeah, you could get to go hang out in the chilly weather. That's nice for you. Man, my wife was already like, I'm going to have to bring a sweater on Friday. I was like, it's gonna you, be can bring whatever the, right. you can bring whatever the shit you want. I'm going to be out there in my drawers and a tank yeah, top. For real. My wrestling tights and my Mike That's Victor's. right. Yeah. That's right. Bro, so I'm going to put on them boots and, and singlet, and I'm going to stand outside with my lawnmower. I'm going to have my wife take a picture. In the fucking front lawn, you're going to start doing shoulder rolls. No, no, no. I'm going to be peeking through your window. What the fuck are you doing, Michael? I gotta get ready, man, in case I get the call. You be doing shoulder rolls and back rolls and flip bumps. <laughs> <laughs> I might get booked. Yeah. Um. So Harper, I've been telling Mike, uh, and this is for the. I guess I'm gonna talk to Harper, but I'm really talking to the entire army here. I've been telling Mike he needs to watch that uh, Netflix show, Wrestlers. I watched the first episode last night. Okay, I've watched the first four episodes. And here's what I think would be interesting. I think it would be interesting for Mike to compare the OVW mud show scene to the mud show scene he was in 25 years ago. And how, where they're the same and where they're different. And I'm going to say there's more the same than different. What year is this OVW thing? Done. It's like is a it... year or two ago, huh? Okay. That's it's in the I'm last asking. year. Well, because I All saw right. the, uh, one of the guys, he's this big, jacked up Indian guy. Trust me, he sticks out. Oh, Matt, Mike, it's Malabar Shira from Impact. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah. And, uh, he's their big champion now, and he's actually trying to really learn how to wrestle, and Al Snow's like investing in him, and he's like a super nice guy now. 
So Al Snow would, would Al Snow was on commentary for a brief time at Impact when Mahabali Shearer was there. So that kind of makes sense. He would, I guess, he kind of knew him from there. Yeah, they have an episode where they go to Harlan. Oh boy, that man. must be a oh boy. Bo James just told me stories about Harlan. Holy shit. Okay, but no, I mean that sounds like a great Patreon episode. Right after we do the Bishop Sycamore one, we got to. Well, do I finished stuff. Bishop Sycamore too, so whenever we can get together, we need to get together. What's Bishop Sycamore, BS yeah. High. You watched it, remember? Oh, you, that's what it's okay. Yeah, remember you you said right, well, yeah. you even texted me and messaged me. He was like, "We got to do a Patreon episode on this shit. This yeah, guy's a fucking lunatic." So we've got a backlog <laughs> of material that we need to get to. Yeah, we do. When we're already going to start re- recording around Harper on Fridays to get ahead for to accommodate your luxurious vacation schedule. Yeah, and the Patreons. Any shitheads that won't even follow us on YouTube. Or give us a five-star review. It's been two months. Jesus Christ. It's not been too much. We had one last week. y'all listen to on YouTube, y'all can't just eh <laughs> on your phone. Come on. Salty Hopper is the best. I'm just saying. It's just so guys. You know how much, like, like, like I watch like Stevie's videos. Do I watch them all? No, but I subscribe because I know it, it fucking helps. What does I it help? And it, 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 his fucking numbers look better, right, Mike? That's the whole that's purpose right. of it, right? That's, that's right. Why, that's why I fucking like it. I mean, do it. I don't watch them all, but I subscribe, you know, because I'm not a fucking asshole. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Salty Hopper is the best well, Hopper. I'm just saying, it's he's just, well, he's salty tonight. But let me help you out a little bit, Harper. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to oh. take a little bit out of your starch out of your jeans. Oh, okay. This is going to be the first time that this talk show format that we're about to review actually works. Oh, oh, really? I may I was... be changing my opinion on it. I thought you were going to bring up the salt water coming up the river. What? Oh, <laughs> that's, y'all's, that's y'all's problems. Yeah. All right. So on that note, Doc, you ready to do April 25th? Yeah. Yeah. This would, hey, man, if this was, it, they should have had this be the first talk show because they got some work done in this time. What's on that guy's shirt on the back? So of it? I have no clue. That's from the pay per view. You've seen this a million times already. It looks <laughs> That's like what insane. I thought that was. Yeah. I didn't even do this pay per view, and I feel like I've seen it because they keep going back to it all the time. They sure do. All right. So this is WCW Saturday night on TBS from April the 25th, 1992. Keep me honest, Doc. Third week of the talk show format. The talk show format really doesn't last long. I mean, you know, Doc's complaining about it, but this it is really the fourth doesn't. week. Fourth week. I'm sorry. It so was, the intro it of, was Jesse and then Kip Allen and then Dusty and today holding number 73. So the show intro, we have a replay of Super Brawl, the press conference and a brawl that Nikita was involved in, seemingly helping out Sting. Uh, Jim Ross says, we will find out tonight if Nikita's sickle was for Sting or Bobby Eaton. So more on that later. Jim Ross welcomes us in, tells us Sting has injured ribs. Sting is not expected back until May 17th, according to JR, when he hopefully will return at Wrestle War, the pay-per-view. So we got a few weeks before then. Become a patron, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT, the only place you can listen to our review of that. Then JR welcomes in his guest co-host for this week, 
who was Bill Freilich from the Atlanta Falcons offensive line, and this dude has the personality of a pile of shit. That's come on. <laughs> well, he's an offensive lineman. My note here is they're not known for their great, you know, outgoing personalities. But the, the here's the thing. The the material that they work with works around him this week. That's what I'm going to say. He's not great in this role at all. Don't get me wrong. And I, I know y'all are going to shit on him because he's a Falcon. But the the show works. I'm just saying that. Harper's he, looks kinda, he looks kind of fit to be an offensive lineman, doesn't he? It's 1992, Harper. It's the offseason. Oh. And it's 1992. What's you his know, name again? Bill Fralick. You You don't remember him? Jeez. I think I do. Yeah, I remember him playing for him. He was pretty good. I mean, he wasn't like all world or anything, but I remember. Uh, from there, <laughs> let me go back. From there, we're going to go to Barry Windham and Steve Austin and Paul Lee uh, cutting some promos. Here that is. Barry Windham will challenge stunning Steve Austin. Let's hear comments from both competitors. Steve Austin, you've become a puppet of Paul Lee Dangerously and the Dangerous Alliance. Now you stepped into a situation when my hand was crushed in the car door and you were there at the wrong time because Paul Lee Dangerously set the whole thing up. Now, tonight, I am going to give you the wrestling lesson of your life and that world television championship that you cherish so very much is going to be mine because I have set a goal for myself and I'm going to destroy the Dangerous Alliance. Tonight, right here on WCW Saturday Night, it's time for Barry Windham to finally learn his lesson. The Dangerous Alliance has toyed with you and toyed with you and toyed with you. And tonight, setting Steve Austin two out of three falls is going to finish off the job. You know, I told the world a few weeks ago that I would be the greatest world television champion ever. And, and that are. I am the best wrestler on TV today. And, and Barry Windham, I'm going to prove that to you not once, but twice. You'll see. Both those men are ready. You'll see that. Doc, any thoughts on the promos there? Um, Not great, but I'm ready for this match. I do need you to wind that back 10 seconds, and I have something. I don't know what it is, but I need to hear audio from JR at 2.58. Okay, I was actually going to keep playing it, too. So let me. Okay. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it from the time Freilich and JR start talking. Hold on. All right, here we go. That's right here from our studios here a little bit later in the hour. Bill, the Falcons had a great year last year. They went to the playoffs. You won your first round game against the New Orleans Saints. This year, you'll be competing in the new Georgia Dome, right beside the Omni, the home of WCW. But how do you see the football forecast for this season? Well, I'll tell you what, Jim, we're coming off a great year, and I'd like to think we're going to have an even better one next year. But we got a lot of unsettled uh, situations right now. you got Deion Sanders contemplating baseball and other things. And, uh, you know, right now my situation is unclear, too. I've got a uh, contract that I've got to settle with the Falcons, and I, uh, one of the reasons I'm here to tell you the truth is to explore the option of wrestling here at WCW. Very big news. Uh, you're seriously considering uh, wrestling in WCW if things don't work out for the Falcons? Well, I'll tell you what, it's not necessarily if they do work out with the Falcons. I'm just exploring all my options. I think the uh, thing with professional wrestling and professional football is such that, hey, you've got to be big, strong, fast, and aggressive. And I think those qualities have made me a good professional football player. And I think they'll also make me a good uh, professional wrestler if I choose to do that. 
This fall, he could be competing in the Georgia Dome, or he could be competing right next door in the Omni. Fans, we're going to be back. We'll take a look at Scotty Flamingo next on WCW Saturday Night. All right, he's talking about the 1991 season. The Saints won yeah, what happened to y'all? the division that year. That, I oh, do, too. Shit. The Saints won the first game that year. They blew them out. And then they played on Sunday Night Football later in the year. The Falcons won, I think, in overtime, kicking a field goal. And then they went to the playoffs, the division winners versus the wild card, and they lost to the Falcons in the playoffs. It was in the because Superdome, wasn't it? It was in the Superdome because, the, let me tell you, Bobby Hebert, right? yeah, Bobby Hebert had nothing but playoff debacles as a Saints quarterback. And everybody forgets that. He was terrible. Lost all three of the playoff games he started. Anyway, so that's what he's talking about there. I remember that well. I was at that playoff game, matter of fact. Damn. How much were those tickets? Um, I don't know. It was 1992. One. It couldn't have been that much. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that uh, was the whole uh, cha-ching year, huh? Cha-ching. I don't know if that was that year. Cha-ching. You're going to have to explain what you mean by that because there are people <laughs> listening to that going, is he making an Asian joke that's inappropriate? That's nice. You I'm just saying. You know how you think about Europeans. Well, Seth, Seth, uh, Green. what's his name? Seth Green had this commercial and they played it in New Orleans nonstop back before he was a star. It was a rallies commercial. And in the commercial, I think they were promoting like rallies, like 79 cent burgers. They were like, I think they were promoting like, you know, the combo meal. And the guy would say, give me a hamburger. He would go, cha-ching. Cha-ching, yeah. Give me a side of fries. Cha-ching. Yeah. Give me a Coke. Cha-ching. Right. So, so everyone used to walk around and just say cha-ching from that stupid commercial. And somehow the Saints, it had something to do with the Saints where people were going cha-ching. Like every time I, the Saints would win. I don't right. know. It was on t-shirts. It was, it was fucking everywhere. Cha-ching. Who that? Whatever. It's the weirdest damn thing. They brought him in for a game. Yeah. To lead a cha-ching <laughs> chant. No wonder y'all were losing to the Falcons. Hey, they had a good year that year. They just Bobby Abair just decided to just. Or something. They I think started their first loss was, was against to the, the Bears Raiders on a uh, Monday Night Football game. It was the Bears. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think they started seven and zero. They lost to the Bears, and then uh, they end up going eleven and five. I think. Look it up. Fact check me. Anyway, why did you get us on that topic? Let's keep going. I just uh, thought it was interesting that they let Bill Fralick come on and just talk about beating the Saints. Okay, he didn't talk about just beating the Saints. He's, well, first, let's, let's go to the next thing. What's wrong? Well, he died. Oh, well, thoughts and prayers, dog. Yeah, um, Bill Fralick died? Yeah. He was only like 56, too. Oh That's shit! Not That's not old terrible. enough. Yeah. Uh, you got to be minimum seventy six at this point, man, or else I start I getting scared. Know, I used to think like that, but fuck. <laughs> That's not Are a lot. Are you long ready time. now? No, no I, I'm no people my age who just 
Right. Just drop dead of heart attacks all of a sudden. And everything. Yeah. Because they got that. Is that because they try experimental medicine that's been foisted upon us? I, I don't know. It's just, it's just scary. I'm just, I know three friends of mine in their forties who were in good health. Just, Oh, he's dead. He, he had a heart attack. What? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Had a heart attack. Yeah. Yep. I right, mean, let's fuck. keep going. I'm not thoughts and prayers. This uh, ain't fucking Mad Men, bro. What the fuck? Right. Let's let's keep going. I don't. I'm not, I I do this show to have a good time, not to get depressed, thinking about I'm gonna die tomorrow. Okay. Fuck. Uh. Well, we're not done with promos. Before we go to the next match, in which is Scotty Flamingo versus Firebreaker Chip, let's hear from Scotty Flamingo, aka Ray, aka Raven. Almost. Light heavyweights in action, Scotty Flamingo and Firebreaker Chip in one-on-one competition. But before we go to the ring, I want you to hear some comments made earlier today by Scotty Flamingo. And Bill, what is your impressions of this young man? Well, I'll tell you what, he reminds me a lot of my teammate, Deion Sanders. When he came out of college a couple years ago, he talked a lot and said he was going to do all this. Well, he's done everything that he said he was going to do. Uh, Scotty remains to be seen. He's got the talk, but does he have the walk? He's a great athlete. At least he says he's going to be the next light heavyweight champion. This should be an outstanding contest, and we'll go to the ring. But first, these comments. Well, you know, 21 years old, from Palm Beach, Florida, incredibly, or should I say, filthy rich parents, graduated University of Miami, law degree, law degree, business degree, never worked a day in my life, and I don't think I ever would. In fact, I know I never would. Now, the point is, a lot of you are saying, well, you're spoiled rotten, never worked a day in your life. Can you take it in the ring? Well, don't misunderstand me. There ain't a wrestler out there that I can't take their cranium and turn it into a flower pot. Because I'm Scotty Flamingo, the fresh thing in town. Listen to this rhyme, because I'm going to throw down if you don't like me and you feel kind of froggy. Jump in my face. I'll leave you groggy. <laughs> There's not a wrestler out there. I can't turn his cranium into a flower pot. All right. I like Raven a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's in great shape, though. Yeah. Who's, oh, that's oh, that's Firebreaker Chip. Yeah. I still, every time I see this dude talk in this gimmick, I'm like, that's Raven. Yeah. It's a, it, the transformation is amazing. So I remember him in WC in the WWE when he was the manager. Johnny Polo? Yeah, and I remember I think him and I think him and uh Gorilla Monsoon used to do a Saturday morning show something where if his guy lost, he had to shave his goatee off and his his guy lost. So they just covered his chin with so much shaving cream. And when he starts shaving, it's just, just it, there's just nothing where it's, it's obvious he already shaved it off, but to try to hide it, they just covered it with a shitload of shaving cream. That sounds like great TV. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being like 15, 16 years. I was like, wait, 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 the goatee's already gone. Fuck are they doing? Do you think this was the one and only time that, Raven was compared to Deion Sanders. Yes. I caught that too. I was like, are you serious? Too legit. Too legit to quit. Hey, hey, too legit. Remember that? Too legit to quit. 
I this was the year. Own, 91 was the year. I remember I think his own is. song. Must be the money. <laughs> remember that one, Mike? I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you think times are ignorant today, you can go back and see that people have always been stupid. Yeah. No, I, I think it's, I think, I think older people are always hypocritical of like the younger generation. We think the world's going to hell in a handbasket, but it's statistically more safe to be alive right now than at any other time in human history. Yeah, it's, it's now that very... May be, that may be not true for our kids or grandkids, but we'll worry about that a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just that you, you get older and you think like, I mean, like I, I hear, right? I was having, me and my wife were having this, this conversation. My daughter shows me this text message with her and her Jesus. dance team Uh-oh. buddies. Uh-oh. Dude, there's not one period in this text chain and it's a bunch of abbreviations. I'm literally sitting there trying to figure out where one thought stops and the other begins. And I'm like, do y'all not use any form of punctuate punctuation ever? And let me let me explain something. I'm not some grammar person where I'm like, gotta have a comma, gotta have a period, gotta you know make sure you use the proper proper pronunciation. You know I, that ain't uh, punctuation. That's not me. But I'm reading this. I'm like, what does? I look at my daughter. And go, what the piss does this say? And she looked at me to, to steal a cornet term like I had a turd hanging out of my mouth. Like, how could you not know what that says? It's in English. I'm like, every word is damn near abbreviated. The abbreviation makes no sense. There's no punctuation. How am I supposed to figure this out? So anyway, and they're all, everything is always a freaking fire to them. Oh, everything's a fire. And I'm just like, man, I think we would. Everything's a fire. What's that mean? Like just everything's over like. What's the word I'm looking for, Doc? Over exaggerated. Yeah, oh yeah. Everything is just like the end of the world to them. And I'm like, uh, you know what, bro? We were emotional like that too. We just didn't have text messages and cell phones. No. We just had a seventy seven Skylark and you were stuck right. working at Burger King. I mean, like, we left our house and whatever boys we was with, that's who we was gonna talk to that night. Unless we just so happen to run to one of our other boys. That's true, huh? It, it, because but once what I'm you saying, left your house, you were cut off from everyone, bro. You were, and you know what? It's a that was a glorious thing. Yeah, it really was. But anyway, I'm just saying, like the world ain't the world. How do we get to this topic? The world is not going to hell. It just seems like it sometimes. All right, Doc. What, what do you have from Flamingo and Firebreaker Chip? Who Chip looks great. Man, he's in good shape. Yeah. Does he? Yeah. yeah. Look at him. He's in good shape. They had a quick little match. Maybe like, I don't know, it wasn't long. A couple, three, four minutes. Who's Raven going to feud with here? Um, Who does he feud with? I know. Uh, look, here's a spoiler. Close your ears. He's going to win the light heavyweight title. Is it John B. Bad? I, I just can't remember who has it when he first wins it. I don't know if it's Pillman or... It's got to be Pillman that has it when he wins it. But that's his first, like, I guess, quote unquote feud. What else you got from this? Okay. One? 
Um, I like that his finisher is a pile driver. That's a light heavyweight. <laughs> Who's a light heavyweight? Polo. What? Raven. What do you mean that's a light heavyweight? He's his finisher is a pile driver. Okay, why did you say that's a light heavyweight? He's a it light would be heavyweight. Being sarcastic. Jesus. Jesus Michael, sound right. it out. Sound it out. <laughs> sound it out. Fucking carry the one, bro. Let's go. <laughs> one, two, three. Scotty Flamingo, aka Raven, wins. Any other thoughts, Doc? No, it's all right. It, this one went a while, I think. But mm, when you got a forty-minute show, we're eleven minutes in. So then we go to the WCW Magazine segment for the week with Eric Bischoff. Bischoff talks about Van Vader injuring Sting's ribs and they speculate if Sting will be able to go at War Games on May the 17th. We do get some comments from Vader. Did you have anything from that, Doc? I didn't, but I wanted to ask you before I keep going. It was pretty that, meat and potatoes. That tie looked horrible. What tie? The tie Bischoff? Yeah. Fashion played Harper here. Yeah, listen to him. Uh, any thoughts on Vader? Where's the last Doc? time you wore a neck? Where's the last time you wore a necktie? Fuck, I used to wear one every day, bro. God, I'm sorry. Yeah, I got. I, I used to dress I like I was Michael Scott when I would drive around it. doing a shoot job to get people me. to answer the door when I knock on the door to look more presentable. I got to take a screenshot of this. Look at Vader Come face. On. <laughs> two with a pink and two with a steak. <laughs> that, that's, look at that. You got to become a patron so you can see what we're talking about. Vader's face right here is a bazillion times better than this promo was. Oh, Lord. Scissor me, Daddy. Oh, that's exactly. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Look at that face. All right, Doc, any thoughts on Vader? <laughs> no. Look at it. He holds it for like three seconds. I want to get away from him before he catches me and tries to <laughs> sodomize me. Come here, boy. Oh, man. Anyway, he oh, talks God. to Oh, God. Just... That looked worse. Yeah. I wait for him to go. Um... <laughs> Stop. After Vader's meat and potatoes promo, talking about Sting, we then go to Greg Valentine and Terry Taylor. Um, any thoughts from this, Doc? More meat and potatoes. No. Nothing much. There's here. no reason for this. There really I wasn't. This is green screen. It, it's really kind of pissing me off. Well, this 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 match with the Freebirds and Taylor and Valentine is like football in London. Nobody's asking for this. I don't know how much longer the Freebirds got, man. Yeah, for real. Cause really, I think Bill Watts. I think when Watts comes in, I want to say, it, it, not sure how much long after, but I think. Now, are you going to defend Watts's bullshit because you're on. a homer for Mid South, or are you going to cut it down the middle? Man, you know my feelings on Watts. Good Booker, good promoter, bad human being. Mm. That summarizes uh, it well. For the Hank Aaron thing? I mean, the Hank Aaron thing. The What the, if he's uh, grown and learned from that? Yeah, the what other if stuff, he had learned from his mistakes? 
bro, he can learn all he wants. It doesn't mean I want to socialize with him. I'm not saying I'm like, I'm not saying he needs to be, you know, pissed on and had his head chopped off. I'm just saying I wouldn't want to socialize with him. What if he goes to sensitivity training? Does that just Bruh, come on, man? And, come on. It should. It, it should, Michael. Dude, Bill Watts at his age is not going to sensitivity <laughs> training. You shouldn't judge people. Right. Hey, bro, I'm not saying he needs to be put in jail. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't want nothing to do with it. If him. you got him on the show and you ask him how uh, how he feels about hiding um, – how he thinks the good book is going to help him, uh, or let's see, how long will the Lord take to judge you for letting Grizzly Smith do unspeakable things to people? How long would it take him to find the hang-up button on you? <laughs> Just click. Right, he'd forget all about Jesus and God, like, immediately. Bro, I, I listened to his interview on Bradshaw, and uh, or Briscoe and Bradshaw. Jesus, Lord, I was so tired of hearing about God. Oh, really? oh my God! God. So it, it, it brought, oh Whoa. my! It's Whoa. terrible, Hopper. I say Whoa. that as a believer in God. Let me be clear. For people who, look, bro, I believe in God too. I just don't want anything being pushed on me. That's me. What Do about not, what about ass? Well, ass and rats. I don't want religion. I don't care if you're vegan. Try it. Right? Like, no, I don't want to try it. I don't fuck you. You eat it. Don't, don't push that shit on me. No, don't push nothing on me. Nothing. Leave me the fuck alone. How about a free beer and some titties in my face? Other there than that, go. leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, percent. Oh, percent. Push on me except for a rack and ass. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he speaks for all of us here. Oh, God. Anyway, watch me. Same. I don't give a fuck. You eat it. Can't we all come together over that. I mean, both sides of the aisle. Can't we all agree? With what Harper just said. Yeah, don't push nothing on me. Nothing. Dude, he, I don't care. He about went. You, you, you on Jesus, and on. Or, you, or what you, you know, love is love or vegan. Leave me alone, bro. I'm doing my thing. Not bothering anybody. Well, he went on and on on this show, and I just was like, oh, my God, I can't. Everything was about being saved, and I once can't. again. Oh, my God. Once I, again. I always hate that term. What was it when I found Jesus? I didn't know he was missing, motherfucker. What? You found what? What? He's got a fucking GPS uh, tracker. On him, and you finally found him. I, I just never got that shit. He went the wrong way out the door and ended up out behind the building. <laughs> yeah, he's like a dog that got loose. He's like, oh, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> I just... My big, my biggest problem. He's out trying to find. <laughs> I, I, I never got the term God fearing man. <laughs> Why would you fear God, bruh? Why? Are well, you that's saying? probably that's probably Old Testament God. I don't know. Oh, for, you see, I like the I like the Old Testament too because their stuff sounded so much better back then. <laughs> what, like slaves and raping people? No, like the band. Oh, come on, <laughs> Doc! Come on, 
I like old. I like Old Testament too. Yeah. Hopper killed me tonight. What do you mean he saved? Was he lost? Where yeah, did he go? Yeah, yeah, I found Jesus. So what do you use one of them? Uh, what do you call it uh, uh, when a kid goes missing? Amber alert. Yeah, a freaking amber alert went off. Mm. Jesus is missing. He was last seen in a, in a 2003 Dodge Caravan. Turned into water. You turned into water into wine in the, <laughs> se- in the Seventh Ward. <laughs> this is why we can't keep listeners. They call this us goofs we, because no, of. No, no, no. This is why we have the best listeners because there's a <laughs> bunch of people laughing along with us right now. Yeah, I mean, I love Jesus too, bro. You know, I'm Catholic. I do the whole, but I, I'm just don't push shit on me, bro. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, the perfect example was was over the summer, right? When LSU won the College World Series in Omaha against Florida, yeah. and mm-hmm. then the LSU fans just took over Omaha, and they showed this bar full of LSU fans just. LSU doing that thing, doing the shots, and I'm an LSU fan. I'm sitting there looking at that. I was like, I wouldn't want to be there right now. That looks like hell. I wouldn't want to fuck that. I just, I mean, it was just too much. Over the top, Harper. Yeah. Over the top. Over the top, bro. Yeah, I I hear you, bro. I hear you. Can't stand that shit. Well, found Jesus. Where? Between a sofa cushion? <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem, and then we'll move on, is a lot of those people, and were I've had this experience in my years. life, were filed for years and did horrible things, cheated on their spouse, did other things that are very uncatholic, as Harper likes to say, and then they judge people once they are quote unquote saved. Well, guess yeah, what? I, you're not like that, Jesus if you're happens, judging. That's what happens, Mike, when you find the, the, the glory of the, the everlasting redemptive power of Jesus' blood. Well, Bill and Watts it, needs to go unfind him if that's how he's going to be, okay? And it's the, and it's the, what's the, I'm a reborn Christian. Look, just say, look, you know, I've left, I, I, I like lived a shitty life and I'm kind of, you know, I'm going back to my roots and, and to, to, you know, being Catholic. And blame it all on your boots. Yeah, I mean, just say that. Don't say you're you're reborn and all that. It's like if if you're fat and you start going back to the gym. Don't say I'm here's a the, reborn gym rat. Here's what I hate. I got fat and I, and it was getting so bad, so I had to start <clears> going back to the gym again. That's what you say. Don't say here's, I'm a here's what I hate. Wrestlers do this worse than other the the gen pop because they they know how to cut a promo. When you get saved, all of a sudden, your vocabulary elevates to this level of not how real people talk, like you're better than everybody else. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that, that don't work for me. Talk like a real human. It, it, hey, it, just say, look, yeah, bro, I, you know, I straightened up and I started going to church on Sunday. That's it. That's it. Yeah. In the, in the hey, man, it's been good. Yeah. Don't start trying to sell me and talking me into the building because I'm not going real, to the building. Bro. I am not going. Sundays is for football. <laughs> Sorry. I made a joke that's about my, that. Bro, that's my church, dog. My church is on this sofa 
watching a 75 inch Sony watching the Saints. That's my Saints. <laughs> I made and a joke about at the bar. I'm sorry, you know. I made a joke about that on Facebook about a month ago, and I literally told the Catholic priest that. <laughs> I was like, ah, I can't, I can't go to church Sunday. I, I got football to watch. And man, he looked at me like I was the devil. And then I said, I was a little bit more tactful than Harper. Harper would just tell the priest, man, nah, bro, I got shit to do. Hey, look, <laughs> I can't look, come to church. Playing Atlanta, we're, we're, uh, we're tied with him for the fucking division. I can't miss this, but peace be with you. Fuck. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Get back to the wrestling. We're still in the WCW Magazine segment with Eric Bischoff. And in the middle of this segment, uh, remember that DDP situation? No. Well, more oh, yeah. on the... Right, yeah. Yeah, about him being... Something, right? That's right. Let's, let's hear more about that. Last week, Jim Ross caught up with Diamond Dallas Page and tried to get his reaction to the fact that Page was banned from making any comments directly related to WCW policy. Well, Page's mouth got him into trouble again. As a result, he has been banned from any televised appearances outside of the wrestling ring by Kay Allen Fry. Now, our cameras were on hand when Page received notification of this development. Now, this footage has been cleared for broadcast by WCW Executive Vice President Kay Allen Fry. What? 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 Kay Allen Fry says I can't be on TV. You. This. Kay Allen Fry. You gotta be great. The most dangerous mouth in WCW reduced to a test pattern tone. Music to my ears. Well, before we leave... Oh, my God. They should have done that with him walking into the building with his bags. And then security comes up and says, Sir, uh, Mr. Page, you can't come in here. Yeah, but that was funny. That was funny. For 1992? Yeah. That was funny. But Harper's right. They would have been more impactful. Sure. If Yeah. Well, that. That's the thing. He's banned from TV appearances. So he can still wrestle and be at a building. But he's banned from TV appearances. Wait, so he can so like he, he, he can work a dark match. He just can't be on TV. Basically. Yeah, that's the way they kind of word it. So what the... the come on, bro. Okay. Bro, it's dumb because, once again... What is the payoff with the DDP K. Allen Fry feud? There is none. Cage match. Yeah. There is none. match. Falls count everywhere. <laughs> but that that was hilarious. DDP throwing a fit. <laughs> All right. Uh, the only other thing they show in the magazine segment was Steve Austin's. The, he got a fan question. Asking him, why don't you leave the Dangerous Alliance? And he he basically summed it up saying that was a stupid question. Were your he thoughts did. That? that was funny. Yeah. From there, well, it's the big interview segment of this week's talk show format. Nikita Koloff. So Nikita comes out. And, Doc, this thing's like 10 minutes long. So I'm just going to kind of summarize what, what happens here. So they go over Nikita's actions over the last several months and maybe even longer than months ago, further back than that including when he attacked Luger. And then he buries Lex Luger. He buried the shit out of Luger. He buries Luger. Um, I'm trying to get to it because I think I can at least play that. Basically, it's it's pretty... Hold on, here it is. Let's let's go, go to it. 
What, in the eyes of many, a cheap shot on then the United oh, States champion. Good grief! What's well, he doing? Uh, as though there were many out there who were booing me, there, there were many, many more, Jim Ross, who, who were cheering me. Because I've got to believe those people who were cheering me knew what I knew about Lex Luger, and that was that he didn't care about signing the fans' autographs. He didn't care about shaking the fans' hands. He cared about one thing and one thing only, and that was he cared about himself. Well, I can understand that point, and I can certainly agree with that. But then, at the very first uh, Super Brawl, that was... All right, so that's when Luger was... Uh, I think he was U.S. champ at the time. And Nikita comes out, and you know he sneaks Luger. That's when he came back a while back. So what I thought is funny about that is Luger was a babyface, and he was getting cheered, and Nikita was getting booed, but they really positioned it right there where it was like, no, 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 they really hated him, and people were cheering me, but they weren't really cheering Nikita. That was just a dig at Luger. Did you take it that way, the same way, Doc? It sounded like you did. Yes. Yes, that was definitely a dig at because he hit the road. Yeah, um, and he's no longer there, so of course, right, yeah. Right, right, you're right. So, yeah, you know, let's get a little dig in. Yeah, so that and again, this is over a year ago, as you can see, because this is from Super Bowl '91, the next clip oh, yeah. show. So the, the accent kind of faded away, huh? It did. Yeah, he's speaking some strong English. <laughs> right. So then, Jim Ross questions Nikita about just disappearing, and Nikita says, and I quote, "I left to go home to Lithuania because they because we were fighting for our freedom there." So that's the excuse they use for Nikita. Man, meeting. there is nobody listening to that that would have fact-checked that or knew how. How the knew hell how, were they? And they probably never even heard of Lithuania. Right. Right. Shit, I thought he was Russian. Right. Well, that's where Dr. Doom's from, right? Lithuania. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where Dracula's from. Oh, no. Yeah, Transylvania. Yeah, that's where Dracula's from, right? <laughs> So then Nikita says, after he talks about going home to Lithuania and fighting for his country's, quote unquote, his country's freedom, Nikita says he's sorry for attacking Sting at the Clash of Champions in Knoxville when he attacked him and scaring that poor kid. If you remember, there was a kid in the audience. And, you see, look, he can, you know, you can forgive Nikita. Nikita says, actually, me and that kid are friends. I, I've been to Knoxville, and I've talked to him, and we're friends now. And then he finally reveals at the very end of this, again, almost a 10-minute long sit-down interview. He says, you know, the reason I showed up at Super Brawl this year, 1992, when he was seen at the press conference and fighting, the reason I showed up was because I wanted to talk to Sting. And he said, because of the dangerous alliance, I guess interfering and messing with Sting in the press conference, he still has not had a chance to talk to Sting. And now that Sting is injured, he still hasn't seen Sting. So I guess Sting doesn't have a phone. But Nikita does say and tell Sting, hey, I'm just a phone call away. And if you need me, I'm here for you. And yeah. Please um, please call me, Sting, so we can talk. Last thing they do before I throw it to Doc and get his thoughts on this is they bring a young girl out on stage 
Nikita asked her who her favorite wrestler is. She says, my favorite wrestler is Sting. And Nikita says, yeah, my favorite too. Lastly, he tells KL and Fry, anytime, anywhere, Nikita will sign on a dotted line to meet Big Van Vader. So, Doc, your thoughts on rather lengthy interview, but we did get some answers to all of our questions here. What did you think about all this? I'm going to tell you right now, that's what this format should do. I thought he did it well. I think that was the best segment that we've had in the four weeks of doing this. I think it's one of the better segments Nikita's ever been involved with. I thought he was great here. I mean, Hopper, you only heard a portion of it, but what did you think? I mean, this looks good. She's, well, wait. She only has half the paint. About a forehead. Well, she doesn't want to get her hair all messed up. Well, that's her problem, girl. Okay, uh, Hopper. Hopper, this is like an eight-year-old child. Can we stop? Well, that's her problem, not mine. Jesus, Mm. Lord. Can you stay focused? Any thoughts on the segment overall? Dude, this is like Popeyes and pals, Mike. No, it's not. Yes, it is. What's your name, Samantha? Where you go to school at, St. Anne's? Do you like school? Making no. him seem like a good guy. Yeah, he's he realized that when he almost hit a kid, he had a change of thought, a change of character. It hit him. He's saved now by the by the precious blood of the lamb. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! And he's ready to do good. What I, this is wrestling? Yeah, he's right. a bad guy who had a come to Jesus meet time. That's right. When he was in Lithuania. Freedom fighting. Fighting dragons. David Hasselhoff. Yeah. (laughs) Moving right along. So again, decent little segment. Probably the best one they've done so far. Sting tells a good story. He buries Luger, who's no longer with the promotion. Says he's here to talk to Sting. Also says, I want to have a word with uh, K. Allen Fry, because I'll put my name on a dotted line to go up against Vader. But uh, Sting, give me a call. So stay tuned and let's see what happens there. Pop with those off two. your rats and give me a call. For real. The next thing we do is we are thrown to a match between Arn Anderson and Larry Santo. Not a very long one. Um, Arn had Santo in an arm bar for a long time. That was my main note. And he's going to end up winning with a spine buster. Doc, any thoughts on this one? Man, I started thinking about this. It's weird to think Arn only has like three or four years left in the ring at this point. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, that's right. Mm. That's a crime. That's insane. You're right, because he's not. Yeah. I mean, when the Monday Night Wars start, that's basically. Mm-hmm. He's nearing the end right there. Right. Mm. Damn. That's depressing. Yeah. But here's what's not depressing is that spine buster right there. And let me tell you something. That shit is like ACDC or Tom Petty on the radio. I never get tired of it. Look at how he plants him. He, it's that left hip that he throws up in the air to drive it. It's just turn and drive. Let me tell you something. Larry Santo took that perfect, too. Larry Santo made that look even better. Because he gets up on Arn. Arn holds him up, turns him, and Larry, he lands perfect. Great-looking spine buster. Uh, and it never gets old. You're absolutely right. All right, Doc. So let's go now to the main event of this week's show. It is two out of three falls, Barry Windham versus Steve Austin. 
The problem is, after the intro, they only have like nine minutes left of TV time left in the show. So I was like, there's no way they're going to get this I was really in. confused because I was conflicted because I was like, dude, this is almost over. But I kind of want to watch the match. But I kind of want to be done watching wrestling. <laughs> yeah, but it was quick. I mean, you could watch it and it, it didn't. But I wanted it to come to some form of conclusion. I mean. But well, that's what I'm saying. By the time they started, they had like nine minutes. Right. I mean, they were. There was there was no they really didn't have time to do anything. They definitely didn't have time for a two out of three falls. But no. that said, so the crowd was really into this. They were loud. There were lots of Barry chants, lots of Paulie suck chants. <laughs> I mean, they they were into this. Now I do have a couple of timestamps. Again, not a ton because there's not much wrestling here, but I have one that was really good at 3305 but doc did you have any before i go to that one i'm just going to start at the beginning by saying if you think fralick was bad at the talk show format he's really bad on color no his voice his voice sounds like the the general buzz in the crowd so you can't really hear him he's he's a monotone he sucks yeah but it's also the same pitch as just the general background noise of the crowd it's very yeah. He's very monotone. He's not. He's like he's like yeah. You know uh, we got Austin here. Uh, look at that headlock takeover. He looks good. He's cinching it in. Um, let me go now to some audio, and we're gonna watch it too. Obviously, Patreon tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Um, Austin is gonna get buried in head scissors. So just uh, listen and watch this. Headlock takeover, and Austin counters into the head scissors. Find a way from this headset. Oh, right Remember when you could just do things like that and get a reaction from the crowd and not do a fucking 560 flip off the top rope and break your freaking neck and ankle and everything oh, all yeah, in I one? Good, man. That was my <laughs> timestamp from this match as well. And that looks better than anything that you will see on any program of current wrestling that you watched this week. Because. It it was athletic looking. He looked like he had a struggle to get out of a hold, and then he looked like he hit the knocked the shit out of somebody. And and oh by the way, he didn't hurt him at all. And he sold it. It was great. It was freaking great. Um, Austin rolls out of the ring. He got hit so hard. He's like, ah, I need a timeout. Then he's calling Paulie, come check my nose. It's great. Just just great. Um. Again, it ain't that hard, man. You don't it have to. It ain't that hard. No, it's not that hard. So from there, not long after that, though, Austin gets back in the ring and gets back on the offensive. And Steve Austin ends up catching Barry Wyndham with an elbow. Wyndham bumps. Austin then goes for a suplex. But Wyndham blocks it and suplexes Austin. And Wyndham then pins Austin to win the first fall. Damn. So it the first fall is relatively quick so then i'm like i don't know maybe we do get two at least two in here and who knows we'll have to see but they worked a semi-fast pace everything looked good lots of good bumps just real good stuff so doc any thoughts before i continue yeah these guys are getting after it um 
you know, it's it, it's exactly what you would expect it to be, and the crowd's coming with it. Totally agree. Uh, by the way, just a comment, Jim Ross. I love what he's doing here. You know, Sting's hurt, but they aren't really giving a ton of information out about the injury. So, what does Jr. do during commentary? If you call the hotline, uh, make sure you give it a call. I'm going to be giving updates on Sting's injury. <laughs> Carney, that's nice. Uh, and I'm sh- I'm sure. Hey, uh, if he's got Oren, broken ribs, I need to start the countdown on when he's going to defend in the next thirty days. Great point. Uh, let's call Oren. I'm sorry, Luke Hawks. Didn't he used to steal his neighbor's uh, cordless phone and call the hotline? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we should get him on the phone and see if he called and <laughs> what kind of update we got from Sting back then. I, if he I sure remembers. hope Sting's okay. <laughs> oh man! All right. All right, so they work their tails off, and then they work towards fall number two. With fall number two, here's what happens. The second fall never happens. They do a ton of false finishes as TV time is about to expire, and we get a bunch of two and you know three-quarter counts on Austin, but Austin keeps on kicking out and gets his feet in the ropes on one of them. Neither guy gets the fall, and because we ran out of time, Austin ends up retaining the TV title. So, like I said, a bunch of false finishes, but that was the false finishes were the finish because we ran out of TV time. Is it uh, still Doc, the, it's is it still the NWA TV title? Because that belt looks the same. It is the same belt, but it's a WCW TV title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, um, Doc. Any thoughts on this? I thought the booking was goofy. It was a hat on a hat kind of thing where it's like, dude, if you want him escaping with the time limit, then we don't need three falls to do that. That's the problem when you do that well. That's the problem when you shoehorn in two out of three falls. Yeah. When you make it a two out of three falls every single week, that's the problem. Yeah. you'd, You'd have had to like cut out all the stuff at the beginning of this and just had them do, you know, from the 15 minute mark on just almost the whole episode would have been the two out of three falls. But you know, not what happened. So there it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe Barry and Austin, I don't know if it's next week. I can't remember. They are going to have a two out of three falls match. That will be two out of three falls where TV time does not save uh, Austin or Barry, either one of them, I should say. Um, but that's that's kind of how they go off air. Jim Ross is going to wrap up the show with Bill Fralick, who continues to be completely boring. And I don't think he he needs a whole lot of work if he's going to be in the wrestling business because he has no personality uh, for pro wrestling. I'm sure he's, um, he's going to be better than next week's host. Who's next week's host? You want to spoil us? Do it. Oh, from the Wonder Years. <clears throat> So irritating. And <laughs> so it, watching that lately. it's 85 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I've heard is he, is he still with uh, Missy? I don't like to think about that. Oh. Uh, if you have the answer to that, make sure you DM Hardbody Hopper. Yeah, do And it. let him know. He'll he, 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 he loves hearing... The answers that he he loves hearing the answers to the questions he asked that he does not want the answers to. <laughs> oh man! All right. 
So, again, that's how they go off air. We do have to rate it and hand out some Rolexes this week before we do so. Uh, no new patrons this week, but mm-hmm. if you want to get access to all those pay-per-views and clashes and all that good stuff, become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. It's the only place to access all of the Clash of the Champions that we've done thus far, which is 18, I believe, and all the the WCW pay-per-views that we've done dating back to 1988. So tons are available on Patreon. Plus, if you never heard our reviews of Tales from the Territories, along with the Dark Side of the Ring episodes, all of those are available on Patreon as well, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. And like we said earlier, we got a ton of stuff we got to get up on Patreon, like the uh, uh, BS High, Bishop Sycamore documentary, and then I'm eventually going to get that Netflix uh, OVW thing watched, Doc's Got It watched, Harper's seen one episode. We're going to do something on all that, and it will only be available on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. All right, Doc, it is time to rate it and hand out some Rolexes. Uh, you go first. What are you going to rate this week's episode? 41 minutes. Best talk show segment with Nikita. Best Nikita segment. The 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 main event was main event quality. I'll overlook a few things. I'm going to give this an A-. minus. A-. minus. I think I'm right there with you. I want to yeah. say um, I'm going to go A- minus as well. And this yeah. talk show format's picking up. This wasn't that bad, Harper. Yeah, I'll give it an A. It's 41 seconds. I mean, minutes. minutes. It's 41 <laughs> minutes. Perfect. Perfecto. All right. Yeah. So, is there any doubt? I mean, I guess there is. could be some doubt. I was going to go with Nikita for my 2 2 award, I should say, not Rolex. Flair's not here. I was going to go with Nikita. Doc, who are you going to go with? Uh, man, I'd love to give it to Barry for that pop, and I'd love to give it to um, Vader for Scissor and everybody. Boy, that was something. Uh, yeah. Fist in the pink and fist in the... Um, <laughs> Go to <laughs> hell. Um, Scissor me, get, Daddy Vader. <laughs> come, gotta, on. come on. I got to give it to Nikita for sure. His English is incredible. Yeah. I think he must have got Rosetta Stone or started watching more American <laughs> TV. Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, so he started watching Perfect Strangers and now his English is Yeah. Balky. He started him. watching uh, the, uh, TGIF. He said, Don't be ridiculous. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, Wait a so minute. You- Jacksonville's playing in London again this week. Yeah. Yeah. That's. They're playing multiple games. They're not only playing in London this year. They're playing not Jacksonville, but the NFL has games in Germany as well. I, mean, I could see someone like that, that's in a military station in Germany. Cause but, dude, no, bro. No. Right, you didn't sign up no. for it. Yeah. Right. Well, Vader signed up for, what did you call it, Hopper? Two in the pink and two in the stink. <laughs> Javorski's gonna pause it on this and beat off to that right there that's what's sad why you know this episode should have got an A plus because there was no Z-Man come on leave the Z-Man alone okay I'm sorry it looks like uh, uh, Danny DeVito when uh, he's the penguin in, in, in a second Batman <laughs> movie <laughs> 
all right. Uh, one other thing before I throw it to Hopper and Doc to see if they got anything else. Hopper is still doing his life advice, relationship advice, and video shout outs. All you got to do is email him to chrishopper16 at wildcat at gmail.com. That's chrishopper16wildcat with a K at gmail.com. And then PayPal him 20 bucks to CC 303-88-CC at yahoo.com. If you missed any of that, just hit rewind and listen back for his email or check the show description, which does have his email and PayPal address where you can get your own video. Um, Hopper, anything else before we get out of here, sir? No. Doc, what about you? Anything going to close out with no, 16 and 1, Super Bowl up, suck dude. it? You're blown up? Yeah, I'm tired. Okay, I'll tuck it out, huh? I get tired quicker. I'm getting older now. Grab a hold. Bro, there, yeah. there is something to that. What? Like, not necessarily being sleepy, but just getting older and be like, man, I just want to sit down and kick my shoes off. And oh, nothing. hey, bro, you don't got to tell me, bro. Like, that's we're it. Old. This show sucks. We're yeah. old. I'm old, man. I'm I mean, we're 50. all approaching 50, man. You know how I know I got old? When the LSU... Old Miss game, right? Was on t- uh, two weeks ago. I was like, you know, I'm at the point. Where, where, like, I didn't feel like going to the bar to watch the game, bro. <laughs> to where, like, so I, I sat here. I- I'm just gonna drink a cup of beers and watch the game. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got fucked up on the sofa with the dog. That's the best <laughs> night you could have had. That is and, great. And that's what I'm thinking. This is when I know I'm getting old. Where I don't want to go to the bar. I just, I would rather just sit here on a sofa and get fucked up petting the dog. There you go. There's nothing that's, wrong with that. That that's the that you made the right decision. Yeah. Let me I tell you why it. that's great. You uh, first off, Doc and I actually had that happen much earlier because of kids. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so we were kind of like forced into that. But the other thing is, it's a blessing when you reach that point because you're gonna spend a lot less money. Bruh, just sitting at home. You ain't lying about that because I went to the game. Well, because I haven't been out in fucking forever. So the second half of the LSU game, it's like, you know what? I'm going to the bar. Just watch the rest of it. And I was like, where you been, bro? Where you been? I was like, I've been doing nothing. I said, I've been hiding, bro. <laughs> nothing wrong you know with what else? You know what else? When you start doing that all the time and then you go to a bar, I get so impatient having to wait for a fucking drink. That's, yeah. No, so I'm, re- I'm going to walk to my refri- second refrigerator, mm-hmm. the beer refrigerator, and get a beer and be back in my seat and maybe throw a piss and I'll be back for the next, when the commercial ends, for the next possession. Oh, yeah. I can't even imagine what your what your beer bill would be, Doc, if you were at a bar watching football. Cause Mine's you are not a, bad. Because I, 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 if it's just me drinking, it's probably like twenty five, thirty bucks. But Doc's an alcoholic. Come Wait, on, what? He, well, because I don't do shots, and I'm not buying rounds for everyone. It's just me drinking Budweiser, so it's dude, not like. I've seen Doc drink over the course of four hours. He's a alcoholic. That's the, the I, of, I, Dude, I just get into a good rhythm. That's all. <laughs> 
can't I've, eat that shit anymore, dude. Bruh, he drinks. I know he puked the last time I left his house when we no. recorded all those shows. Because he was drinking beer and he switched to, to uh, whiskey and started shooting whiskey on top of the beer. I know he I puked. He'll, he'll never admit it, but I know he puked. I did not puke. Okay. You're lying, but whatever. No. It is what it is. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Somebody hit a tagline. Shit. Uh, yeah, we got to get out of here. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, Hopper, won't you hit the tagline? Let's uh, let's roll and get out of here. Let's bounce. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs>